Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Hey, everybody, welcome to Big Blend Radio's second Saturday Sunshine Stage Show with the Palm Springs Preferred Small Hotels. Uh, this is really an amazing group of independently owned boutique hotels in the desert resort community of Palm Springs in Southern California. You can go to the website, AuthenticPalmSprings.com. Any of the websites we mentioned on the show today are in the show notes, whether you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook or listening on Acast or Spotify or Google, wherever you're listening, uh, all the stuff is there in the show notes. Oh, the links and all of that. Today's show, we're very excited. Uh, We're going to be talking about LGBTQ history, not only the then, but the now of Palm Springs. Uh, This is just a Mecca, a haven, a safe space, a beautiful place to go. And um, we've got two special guests joining us, as always, Kimberly Munkers. She is the representative for the Palm Springs Preferred Small Hotel. So welcome back, Kim. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having us. I love that you have that sunshiny picture behind you, Palm Springs, making national headlines, showing water and rain. And I'm like, no, no, we have a sunshine stay show. Um, but apparently everything's dried up and your people are back. It was not even like two days and everything was back to normal. It, it, it was fine. I mean, the desert floods. I mean, you know, we're yeah. used to monsoonal conditions. And so we have really good... Um, public works people who are on things right away. Um, nobody, everybody was safe. The The city and the county did a great job and we are open to visit for business and have been for, for immediately. So everything is great in Palm Springs. It is still a sunshine stay. That's it is. my point. Yeah, everyone, this is it. It's sunshiny. It's happy. Uh, We're also welcoming uh, Julie Warren, and she is from the LBGTQ History and Archives of the Desert Project. And you can go to her website, lgbtqpshistory.org. Again, everything's in the show notes because that's kind of long. So welcome to the show, Julie. How are you? Oh, thank you. I'm great. Thank you for having me. So this is exciting because we're looking at then and now of the LBGTQ plus community. I got to put that plus sign at the (laughs) end, right? So everyone's welcome. And that's the important thing. And I know, uh, Kim, we were talking about women travel last time on the show. We were talking, and women in general, whether, you know, lesbian or not. And we've had talked about Pride Month, but there's a lot of hotels in uh, Palm Springs that are gay men only. Women run free. (laughs) Women still rule rule the roost, I'm just saying. But uh uh-oh, see what happens? Um, But no, but the history is there, and this is a very unique community, and the hotels reflect really reflect that, right, Kim? How many hotels, again, in, in the, the consortium? That's a big word, consortium. Lot we have about 80, 80 boutique hotels, which are independently owned and operated. Um, so we have a few hoteliers who have two or three properties or four properties in Palm Springs proper. Um, but for the most part, they, you know, everybody works interdependently. So it's a very close community. Um, the hoteliers help each other out. If somebody's booked, they can refer you to another property um, and can do, will do whatever they can to make your stay just fabulous. Mm. So and I want to go to, so different. 
they are and some are like 100% like you know uh, gay men's resorts this is all for you which is very unique I mean Nancy and I travel the country and we don't see this everywhere um you know no. it, and, and in fact um you know Palm Springs like any town has had its ups and downs over the over the over time we call that and, gossip yes well <laughs> um and Really, you know, I'd say in the, the 80s and 90s, Palm Springs had sort of hit a low and really kind of pulled it. It was the gay community that really helped pull it back up. Um, all the men's properties. Um, I mean, you have to admit, you know, when you have a bunch of gay people in town, you know, my brothers, <laughs> you know, things get fabulous and they get fabulous fairly quickly. And, you know, the Palm Springs of today is amazing and no small part because of the gay men who moved to Palm Springs and made it their homes. Exactly. And um, so there's a smaller percentage of, um, of women, um, but the community is very diverse and very welcoming and very wonderful. So I, I want to go to you, Julie, because you're documenting the history, right? In the archives. Um, so what what era does all of this start in Palm Springs that you can go to? Is it the 20s? Oh, goodness. Well, yeah. So we started our project in 2019 and we started documenting with a huge spreadsheet about all the things that we could actually go through and and had actual resources and uh, where we could cite uh, credible sources. And so there were some uh, very early um, uh, gay um, hotels. Some, you know, many that don't exist anymore, but a lot of uh, clubs and things like that going on in the 20s, um, I mean, 30s, 40s, 50s. I mean, we kind of, you know, it kind of ebbed and flowed. I mean, there was a lot in Cathedral City at the time because of the way the the county and the cities were um, policed and, and enforcement and things like that. Um, the different things and, and a lot of things have come and gone, but that's one of our things is that we're we're existing so that we can document and um, make sure that we uh, remember and share. I mean, our big thing is, is really sharing that history so that we don't lose it. Um, there's so many things that have happened throughout the Coachella Valley, not just in Palm Springs, but in other cities, like I said, Cathedral City, Rancho Mara, you know, and so on, and things going on and happening new all the time too, that we wanna make sure that we document and we preserve and then we share. So one thing we wanna talk about is you're, you're preserving this history, right? And how hard is it to preserve this and even get the history when so much was quiet history right. that wasn't told? I mean, that definitely is a challenge, you know, um, but it is, you know, like I said, we just started in 2019. And as people have become aware of us, it has been fascinating the things that people have kept through the years. This was a giant COVID project, really, right? <laughs> it, it really is. Yeah. <laughs> And, um, and people are just coming out and, sh and starting to like, oh, you're looking for this. Well, I have this and that, you know, and it's like, oh, my gosh, this cool. is fabulous, you know. And, um, you know, so it's really helping us to document. We're getting a lot of like full um, sets of um, publications that no longer exist, but now we're getting them. And I, our goal is to scan them and get them online so that people could view them from wherever they are in the world, um, but that they can learn more about the history, uh, you know, uh, of the LGBT community in Palm Springs, um, you know, and so that's one of our goals. Um, 
we started out our very first exhibit we did was sort of a timeline throughout, um, you know, up till, uh, you know, the 2010s. Um, and we just kind of highlighted uh, different things that happened through the decades. And then um, last year we did an exhibit that highlighted uh, organizations and businesses that were celebrating significant anniversaries that have been in the desert for many, many years. And people may or may not have known how they started or what their history was. And so we were really showcasing that. And then this year, we're so excited. We're going to be talking about uh, the honorees on the Palm Springs Walk of Stars that are LGBTQ uh, that were never identified as that before. This is a big deal. I want to go into that, but going back into the history again, how much of, I mean, I know this is still pretty much a, a newish project, right? With yes. a lot of, it sounds like a massive, <laughs> this is a giant rabbit hole, basically, like you're, you're never pulling out. But um, how much of this actually ties into family history research as well that people may not always find on your typical ancestry.com and you know, I'm going to hit a brick wall here because I don't know why did so-and-so just suddenly disappear from the family. Right. Do you think this can actually help uh, people researching their family and get to connect, you know, on their own level, like maybe, you know, they're gay or lesbian or, you know, transgender, and they have a relative that, you know, hey, I'm going to Palm Springs where I'm welcome. And, you know, they find out, oh, I didn't know you know, uncle or aunt was so-and-so was this way. And right. now I can identify and find some peace. Yes, absolutely. I think or I mean, strength, that I should say the... not just peace, but strength, empowerment, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, uh, that's like why the, you know, getting all these publications has been so fabulous and why we're really, um, you know, looking forward to being able to um, get them uh, digitally uh, scanned and archived and available as keyword searchable. Cause that's the very thing is a lot of people did um, come to Palm Springs as a haven through the years because it was such an accepting place. And, um, but they were very active in the community. And so then they were written up in these local publications and things like that. So if we can get these things scanned and available digitally for people, then they could, you know, search for, you know, their uncle or their, you know, whatever, whoever it might've been. And maybe they were here and involved in the community in some way. That's, that's definitely a possibility. So we're beyond the microfish. Thank God. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but their microfish does, did have, but I mean, to be able to search by keyword too, that's really cool. So yeah. Kim, looking at the now, um, when you think about there's a lot of hoteliers that, you know, are from the LGBTQ plus community. Okay. So this history has continued on and is welcoming people. So this is a constant in, in Palm Springs over the last hundred plus years, really. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, absolutely. like you just look, you know, like from like, you know, the 2000s, the late 90s to and 2000s to now. I mean, back then, I mean, we had um, three very significant um, and very busy um, lesbian uh, resorts that no longer exist, unfortunately. But we had, you know, the uh, Casita Laquita, the Bee Charmer, um, Desert um, uh, Hearts. Um, so, I mean, there was a lot of, you know, that now women's resorts aren't really a thing now. Every, you know, here in Palm Springs, everyone is so welcoming and you could go to any resort and it's accepting. And, and that's so wonderful to be able to do that and not to have to, you know, have to go. But if you want that community, I know the men definitely still have some of that. It's unfortunate, I think a little bit that the women don't, but I think, you know, they, I think, 
you know, they travel different and they want different things in their accommodations. And the the boutique hotels and the hotels that we have here in Palm Springs have are so wonderful because I mean, I started out as a as a visitor, as a tourist, coming from somewhere very rainy and I wanted to see the sun. And that's how I found Palm Springs. And and then I ended up moving here. So I mean, it definitely is so welcoming and inviting, you know, from mm-hmm. then and today. Well, so Kim, um, that's something, I mean, we, we've talked about on the shows before. And even uh, last month, you were talking about the, the women's travel changed, right? At pretty much at, at a, a specific time when women could have children and have family. So their way of travel kind of changed up. Yes, that's definitely true. Once once um, the lesbian community started nesting and having babies, you know, access to sperm banks became more acceptable um, the way women, lesbian women travel changed. Mm-hmm. And also women are, um, aren't as at much as at, are not as at high risk as gay men are in the general population hotels. All, most hotels are very, as Julie said, most hotels are very welcoming and all the boutique hotels in Palm Springs are very welcoming to everybody. Um, regardless of your orientation or anything. But for a long time, it was dangerous. It was more dangerous for men because Mm. they couldn't pass as easily. Mm. And so they really needed to have safer spaces. Um, That has changed, you know, as our cultural norms have changed. Um, We have a, a, a whole new generation of the LGBTQ plus community coming up and they're very inclusive and they like to travel as a group. Mm-hmm. And um, so our boutique hotels are really perfect for them. We have properties where you can just buy out the whole property. They're small. There may be nine rooms, you know, nine bungalows or something, which is perfect for mm-hmm. a tribe of people who are, you know, traveling together. No I, lo- I love you say tribe because it, it, it nowadays it's, you know, things are becoming more acceptable. And yet at the same time, well, in some places not, but you know what I mean? Uh, on, on the norm, it's getting to be the younger generations. Like I'm going to stand up now. There's so many people have paved the way for me to be able to stand up and, and be able to say, okay, this is who I am, or I'm still figuring it out. But like you're saying, this tribe, there's a community around where you could have a group, like you're saying, booking nine rooms and hey, over here, no, I'm, you know, going, I'm transgender, I think, maybe, maybe not, I'm just in that middle stage, and over here, I'm like, I'm a gay man, and oh, I'm a lesbian, maybe I just don't care at this point, I am who I am, you know, everybody's got their place, but they're a community that supports each other, so everybody could be in a different place, and heterosexual, I just don't want to say cisgender, I don't like the word cis, sorry, I can't get past the word cis. I don't know. You know why in South Africa, if you say cis, it it means, oh, gross. So it's hard for me to get past the cis thing. And I don't know if I'm saying it correctly. Am I? Is it cisgender is like if you're straight? Am I right? That's how I understand it. Okay. But so, but the community now, from what I know, is the community can be everybody in one. So you're talking about nine hotel rooms or, you know, that could be a little bit of everybody. Right. That's just a family of friends and maybe family too, which is yeah, important. It's, that It's an important thing. For Palm Springs, you know, everybody's welcome. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. Palm Springs is a very chill place, you know, yeah. and it has a, With sunshine. It has a history of sort of <laughs> libertine 
creative values, come as you are, bring your creativity, no matter who you are. And um, it's one of the things I appreciate about Palm Springs, it has a very long and deep history of creative expression. Was that a fair way to say it, Julie? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it has always been the artists, the creative class, the writers, the artists, um, actors and actresses have always been drawn to Palm Springs. People who, you know, you have to understand it's, it's part of the history of the shift throughout America as America moved West, the, the norms of the rigid East coast dropped away the further West you got. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And Palm Springs was such an incredibly different environment that it was kind of like all bets were off, you know? Yeah. It's California dreaming as far as that John Jakes wrote, um, a historical novel called California Dreamin', but it was California Golder, one of those. Um, he's a historical author I love, but it is about San Francisco and everybody moving west and talking about that, stripping it down, and anything kind of went. Like, you're in California. You're allowed to be the dreamer. You're allowed to have these wild ideas. You're allowed to grow your hair long. If you're back east, you need to chop your hair off. Like, no, um, that's not happening. So, you know, it, it's a very interesting thing. And it's changing here now where we are right now in the East. But California was definitely the state that said, you know, we're not doing those rules it, compared to even Oregon, Washington State. Um, I think that Washington's very liberal, too. But California is pretty darn like we're going to do what we want yet in a in a peaceful way as well that was very loving and caring not we're going to do what we want and like with a gun to your head kind of thing you know what i mean just very well with open arms california has a brutal history as well oh yeah it does it does i, yeah. I don't start me but on that but you know it, what it I mean? has like, attracted yeah. the dreamers yes yeah for sure and and acceptance um so going in history let's let's go into some of the hoteliers because i know that you kim were talking about there was, there's some, you've got some good stories of, of women hoteliers. What's going on? We want to know. We want the gossip. <laughs> well, one of the, the earliest female um, hoteliers was a woman by the name of Lois Kellogg, who was part of the Kellogg family. You know, she was a very wealthy heiress. Her nickname was the heiress of doom because her family, you know how it happens with wealthy families. Tragedy seems to be writ large. Um, but, uh, she was part of this huge Chicago family. I think her branch, I want to say they were in textiles. Anyways, um, failed marriage, you know, got rid of the husband, the whole thing, ended up in Palm Springs. And she was, like, talk about the libertines. I mean, she was poly before polyamory was a thing. She was definitely... Um, definitely a woman about town you know she 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 ran her own life and um she was rumored to have had an affair with Harriet Cody who is um excuse me the cousin of Buffalo Bill Cody um the Cody's moved to Palm Springs wow. and opened Casa Cody um Harriet Cody and her husband and um Casa Cody is still running it's the longest running hotel in Palm Springs. 
And um, so, and it was, it's a third, it's a gorgeous 30 room hotel. I've stayed there. Um, but they had all manner of famous people who would, you know, come to Casa Cody and hang out and, they had these wonderfully, you know, debauched lives and wonderful, wonderful um, experiences. And, um, but Lois Kellogg and her multiple female lovers uh, started um, the open, the first one. Um, and it was called Fool's Folly. And um, it ended name. up, yeah, I know. <laughs> Isn't that great? Fool's Folly. But you can just, you know, the, the irreverence of that. I just love it. So, um, yeah, Palm Springs has, you know, we have a number of hotels that are very, um, rooted in, you know, Hollywood, because you have to understand Palm Springs is 107 miles from LA. So for the movie stars, and that's a big deal, that 107 miles, very important because, they could come to Palm Springs and all the gossip columnists, they were limited to a 100 mile range around LA in order to be reimbursed for expenses and things. So with Palm Springs being 107 miles out of LA, people could live authentic lives out in Palm Springs and have wonderful vacations out from under the gossip columnists eyes and they could love who they wanted to love and who they loved and and they could have a certain amount of freedom out in Palm Springs that's awesome that they could not have in LA so you don't think about you know geography playing such a huge role in LGBT LGBTQ freedoms but in the case of Palm Springs it really did because that seven miles made the difference between whether people could experience life authentically or not Amazing. Amazing. So going over to you, Julie, you've got this walk of fame, right? Uh, yeah. So, well, so Palm, that's yeah, Palm Springs has a walk of stars. So um, uh, definitely. So we have, there's like 430 odd uh, uh, stars in our community that have been highlighted and different people who contributed to our community through the years. Um, but um, of those, many of them are LGBTQ and were never recognized as such as there wasn't a category for that. And so we've been working with the city of Palm Springs and the Palm Springs Chamber of Commerce, who runs the Palm Springs Walk of the Stars program, and to identify these people and to mm. create on their app a category for LGBT uh, people. Um, and so that's going to be added to their app. And then we're going to do an exhibit for a month starting October 12th, going through November 12th, and we'll be open Thursday through Sunday every week. And we're going to highlight those 61, 62 uh, stars that we've identified on the walk um, as being LGBTQ people. And we're going to celebrate them and all that they've contributed. We have so many wonderful people, uh, people that, you know, you've heard of, you know, like Ross Matthews, Truman Capote, Marlene Dietrich, um, to, you know, maybe people that you haven't heard of or didn't know that they contributed uh, to our community. Um, and so you'll come and you'll learn all about that. And we're going to highlight, we're going to highlight them all, but then we're also going to um, 
really highlight about, I think about 18 different uh, stars and kind of give go into more depth about them. And we're gonna have artifacts and things that we've either been lent or given that represent something in their life. And um, it's gonna be a wonderful exhibit. We're really super excited to be doing this and working with the city and the chamber on this. And so it's really gonna be a, a fantastic exhibit and, and it's free. It's um, anyone could come during the hours that we're gonna be open and uh, just kind of learn more about these people that have contributed so much to our community here. So where when you're saying where this exhibit is, can you tell everybody where they can go for this ah. exhibit? What What's the building? Yes. So we're excited. So in Palm Springs downtown, there is a site called the Village Green. And on that site, that's where they have the Palm Springs Historical Society Museum. So the Nellie um, Kaufman House and the different um, uh there's like a old store and some other very historic um, museums that people can visit. And so there we are using a, utilizing a space there for one month. And so we're gonna be right on the Village Green in downtown Palm Springs. Um, that's where the exhibit's gonna be housed. And um, we, like I said, we're gonna be open um, on Thursdays through Sundays for hours each of those days, every week starting um, on October 12th. This is exciting. So people, so is, this is all downtown where they see the stars. I'm like, it's the Walk of Fame. Okay, so I like the stars, the, the, the Walk of Stars. And so on their app, on the app, people can download the app, know who these people are, get a little yes. history, and it's going to identify, okay, the, this person is LBGTQ. Right. Um, and, oh, that's awesome. I think that's awesome because I think a lot of times people don't realize you know, sometimes you have someone who was like the head of schools or banking or, you know, the major philanthropist that, you know, maybe that street comes from somebody. And um, so they understand that. That's really cool. Yeah, that's we have awesome. everything from architects to artists to celebrities to writers. I mean, all these different types of people that are on this Walk of Stars and that were never acknowledged as being LGBTQ. Uh, and so this is we're super excited to be doing this. And, and Truman Capote. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. You, you had me at Truman. <laughs> like <laughs> Truman Capote. I mean, he's, he's got quite a history. That's kind oh, of crazy. That's some crazy. Yeah, that's some. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're, we're super excited to be doing this. And, and like I said, it might be people that you've heard of or you knew of, but you're going to discover a lot of people that you didn't know. I mean, you know, uh, just kind of learning about their history and their contributions. It's so interesting and, and exciting. And I think inspiring. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, you know, and we're going to be open during our Pride weekend here in Palm Springs, which was always the first weekend of November. So a lot of people will be oh, coming cool. to town for that. Um, and so our exhibit will be open and available during Pride. Probably we'll have extended, um, we're talking about some extended hours during Pride, possibly. Um, and so uh, it's just, it, we're just super excited to be doing this for the community. Awesome. So now I heard that you're also doing an event in regards to drag in libraries, drag reading. <laughs> Tell us about this. So, because yeah. I know that that's hit the news on things and it's, it's up and down depending on where you are in the country, obviously Plum Springs, they're like, Hey, let's have this. And I know you have drag brunch, Kim, that's what you told me. Drag brunch. Like I can go to a drag brunch right when we come. Oh, yeah. So we want to do that. But tell us a little bit about what's happening in libraries and, and what is that experience about? 
Yeah. So one of my other hats is I, I uh, work at the Palm Springs Public Library and I plan programs. And one of the things that we did before COVID and that we're bringing back is Drag Story Hour. And, you know, we're doing it about once a quarter and it's just a fun time where anyone is welcome to come, all sorts of different families and anyone can attend. And we do a craft and we read stories and we have uh, one of our local um, drag personalities, Bella DeBall. Um, and she'll be here um, participating with our, us and our families, and um, she'll be reading stories. And then, of course, at the end, as we always have to do, we have a little dance party. So um, it's super oh, cool. fun. It's just opening. It just, you know, it really it tries to acknowledge all types of families and saying everyone's welcome. And it's just really a fun time that anyone, you, you know, can really come and participate. Um, and our first one is going to be October 24th here at the Palm Springs Library at 6 p.m. And uh, it, it's just, you know, we're really looking forward to doing this again and bringing uh, all types of families together and just, you know, enjoying each other's company and just really celebrating um, stories and just, you know, all types of different families. I, I love that you bring that up because I think there's a um, miscommunication out there in the world about what it's about. And I think those kinds of events, you know, when you get people together, then everyone can have a better understanding of each other. And so that's what it sounds like to me. It's like, number one, fun. If it's drag, it's fun. I mean, seriously. But um, it is. I mean, and, and it allows you to be like, hey, whoever you want to be. I think that's what drag represents. You can Absolutely. be what you want to be. Yes. And I think that has gotten lost in the, you know, major media washing machine. Mm. And if, you know, so when people go to this, it's like, and also for LGBTQ families mm -hmm. to be able to go with their kids. So kids can also have an understanding and understand that you're, you know, there's a community here. You're not alone in the world. Right. And have a better understanding is, am I getting this right? Absolutely. I was going to say straight, but then, you know, that's not going to work here, right? <laughs> I know. No, but you're I right. Mean, and, you're you know, welcome. It's, it's such, a, it's such a, a welcoming time because, you know, the more that we learn about each other, the more we realize we're all so much alike. We all have yep. the same issues and the same things going on. Maybe we just approached it in a different way. And so I think, you know, I, I, it, it really is a great time of people just coming together and just, you know, kind of embracing community, I think. Now, does your library, are you guys doing any of that where what, you know, because we travel full time documenting parks and public lands. And so what we've seen lately is a lot of community parks are starting to do these um, walk like storybooks throughout the oh. park. Where, oh, yes. Have you seen any of that yet? Is, is that because it's so cool for kids to go through and it's kind of this interactive, almost mystical land for a park. with, with Right. That. Yeah, no, yeah, they're called story walks and we have seen them. We haven't okay. done one here in Palm Springs yet, but we have yet. definitely discussed <laughs> it because Palm Springs is in a community park. Um, and so uh, definitely uh, where the library oh. is, where the our library, we're actually in a park with the Boys and Girls Club and the Parks and Recreation. Wow. And then our Palm Springs Stadium, we're all in the same park. And so um, it's something that we definitely have talked about doing and, and have investigated doing so. I will say we haven't done it yet, but it, it very well could happen. <laughs> Ooh, so this is it, it really starting to sound more like a big family, Kim, you know, and <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. And so on the hotel side, I mean, the hoteliers are really welcome everyone. And one thing I like about going on the site 
is that, you know, and everyone, the site, again, is AuthenticPalmSprings.com. And make sure I got that right. Otherwise, Kim will come through, you know, and just make sure that I know. Um, <laughs> but when you go on the site, it you get to pick hotels by the kind of stay you want, the kind of vibe, right, of what you want to feel and experience. So there's hotels just set up for families. There's some for just gay men. There's some like, hey, I just want to be left alone. And maybe you want to be the Truman Capote. I'm going to go to my room and then go have cocktails later. You know, I want to go right and then I'm going to, you know, do that. So that's a really cool thing for folks to know about, you know, going to these hotels. It's Absolutely. open to everyone. I had a travel writer once say that um, she stayed in multiple hotels during her boutique hotels while she was in Palm Springs. And she said every hotel was so different. They were like characters in a novel. <laughs> that's you know? wow and the story of course you know implied in that statement the story is mm -hmm. palm springs so yeah. you really get a sense of the diversity of palm springs through its architecture through its hoteliers um, when you're staying in a palm springs preferred small hotels one of the boutique hotels you're really you know staying in somebody's dream because most people lived somewhere else they had entirely different lives they were lawyers they were doctors they were scientists you know anything you can imagine and they had this dream of going to the desert which is you know that california dreaming again well, one thing i, I learned opening from, up a hotel yeah the hotel that a lot of them were apartment complexes at one point right and um Some. that's what I, I wanted to go back to you julie so in the research how many of these hotels lead back to somebody living there? Like, you know what I mean? Like so-and-so lived in this room, which was an apartment at this point. I mean, going oh. back in family history and all of that, that has to be part of your big database. I don't want to know what your Excel sheets look like. I hate Excel, but you know. Oh yeah, definitely. There's definitely some of that. I mean, there's a lot of, um, you know, because of the proximity to Hollywood. So there was a lot of that here in Palm Springs. And so definitely as, you know, we uncover more and more, we discover more uh, things like that. In fact, we have talked about the LGBTQ history and archives of the desert have talked about in the future doing um, an exhibit just all around our hotels and hospitalities, um, different um uh, bars and things like that and just kind of doing something special uh, exhibit, uh, just about that because there's been so many things that we have uncovered and things that don't exist anymore that were really important at the time and were an important part of history that we need to be aware of that they did exist and and the people involved in them and things like that so that's definitely something for the future. I love that because the hotels, it's just like bed and breakfast. These hoteliers are preserving history by these, you know, taking care of these buildings, you know, and people are staying in history and, right. you know, and, and different vibes and styles and everything. But there's something, a core story that goes and, and, and is attached to it. Now, what about on the music side? I got to go there. You know, I, I have to, you know, I know that you have um, like other writers that are musicians, right, Kim, who've been on our show, um, you know, that write for, you know, the boutique, your boutiquely newsletter, I was going to say, um, everyone should know about that. So when you go to AuthenticPalmSprings.com, uh, you've got to sign up for Boutiquely Palm Springs, which is a newsletter, and it's fantastic. It'll keep you posted of what's going on. But the music thing, you know, because we always think about the Rat Pack. So like Palm Springs, to me, is this 
cozy other side of Vegas. Like, you know, we think about Liberace was in Vegas. He was in Palm Springs too, right? So was there a lot of like musicians that were doing the Vegas thing and then bailed to Palm Springs to kind of have their own, like away from the Vegas strip thing and come and just have this little haven? Did that happen with the musicians? That happened with musicians. And I think that happened with, a lot of artists of every stripe, you know, Palm Springs is a refuge. And like you were saying, and it's kind of the flip side of Vegas. I mean, Vegas is, you know, a wonderful place to be. And it's, it's really intense and it's a a cool alternative reality. And then you come to Palm Springs and it's like taking a deep breath. So for a lot of people, a lot of musicians, a lot of artists, actors and actresses who were, perhaps closeted or forced to be closeted, they could come to Palm Springs and breathe and because it was a safe place for them. Mm. And the community protected them as well. For example, there's a um, tunnel that runs from um, the Ingleside um, estate, uh, which it was is this beautiful Ingleside Inn is this beautiful, beautiful um, hotel complex with a restaurant, but it runs to a private residence where, you know, Hollywood stars used to, and it was an invitation only kind of club hotel, but the paparazzi, when they did show up, they were there. So what they would do is they would meet at the house down the street and come underneath underground in the tunnel and, so they can get into the Ingleside without being seen or followed. And, you know, because the community takes care of one another Mm -hmm. in Palm Springs. And so, you know, when you come to Palm Springs, you're part of our community and we will take care of you. Well said. Well, there it is. (laughs) Very cool. Well, thank you both for joining us back on the show. Again, we're here every second Saturday celebrating sunshine and sunshine stays in Palm Springs. And again, the website uh, for uh, is Authentic Stays. Uh, every, oh, oh, I'm going to get it wrong just now and I'm going to get in <laughs> big trouble. I lost my notes. It happens once in a while. But uh, everyone, the website is AuthenticPalmSprings.com. I wasn't wrong. And then, of course, you want to keep up with Julie's website. It is LGBTQ pshistory.org and also for pride on the page book festival that is october 13th go to pride on the page.org i know we have a huge reading and writing audience so you want to do that um so that is something where is that happening uh pride oh, yeah on the page. it's coming up october 13th and 14th and it's going to happen at the palm springs cultural center at the camelot theaters and we're we're uh, kicking off with armistead Moppin. talk about somebody who is a writer who has been documenting uh lgbtq life um with the tales of the city forever so we're excited to have him and then we're going to have over 40 different uh, lgbtq authors talking about all their books and, and different things we're going to have 10 different panels it's and it's a free event on saturday the 14th of october um wow. where you could come and just participate we have so many wonderful authors coming stephen rowley byron lane am holmes 
uh, Christian Cooper, Omar Sharif uh, Jr. Um, I, so, wow. I mean, I, so many names. I'm not going to say every name because, it, you know, we have over 40 P uh, authors coming. It's just going to be a fabulous event. This is only our second year. So we're really excited about it. Now, are they Everyone, all from Palm Springs or about Palm Springs or are they coming just because it they yeah. want to come to Palm Springs? Yeah, I would say about half of the um, authors are from Palm Springs or our surrounding communities. But then we have authors coming from San Francisco, Los Angeles, a few from New York, uh, uh, San Diego. You know, so, you know, definitely within our most of them are within our, our area of Southern California and close by. Um, but like I said, you know, we as people have heard about it um, and we've been reaching out, people have gotten so excited and everyone has been so supportive. Our hotel, our local hotels have been so supportive. Uh, as well, because um, many of them are hosting some of our authors. Um, we have El Marisol um, is hosting um, Suaro, um, Palm Mountain uh, Resort, um, Hilton, uh, you know, so many different. Um, and we had hotels last year, too, the Willows, um, you know, Margaritaville. So we I mean, our community is so supportive of um events like this and we're, we're really excited to be bringing in all these different authors um, and being able to, to share them so you, you might find your favorite but then you might find some new ones too <laughs> yeah no I love it I love it because that ties into the library too which we're huge supporters that we keep our libraries and keep them funded Absolutely. my gosh <laughs> yeah and the programs that go with it Yes. You know, it's such an important thing. Uh, so everyone, AuthenticPalmSprings.com, again, again LGBTQPSHistory.org and PrideOnThePage.org. All those links are going to be in the show notes, so check it out there. And I'm, oh, wait, what's the Art of Drag art exhibit? Wait, I'm going to miss something here. We've got Drag Story Hour and yes. Art of Drag. Wait, wait we can't uh. miss out the Art of Drag. Are you kidding me? Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, well, so a local artist, Craig Mann, he created this show called The Art of Drag, and it's multimedia, um, different um, portraits and, and things highlighting um, drag personalities from our area. And so the library is going to host his exhibit starting on September 18th through November 18th here in the library. So anytime the library is open, people could come in and see the exhibit. It's quite wonderful work. We're excited to be hosting it. And I just so happened that it, it corresponds with when we're restarting Drag Story Hour. So it was a great, um, you know, kismet of things coming together. Um, because the library definitely hosts uh, different art exhibits at different times. And so we're, we're excited to be hosting this. That's awesome. You mentioned, uh, you know, uh, drag, uh, not drag, excuse me, Pride Month is November in Palm ah. Springs, which is a little different. So <laughs> Kim, um, are people needing to really book now or is it too late? You need to book now. <laughs> <laughs> um, you... Uh, a, a lot of the men's hotels are already booked out. So the men's clothing optional resorts, you know, you, you'll be lucky if you find a room. I mean, Stand seriously. By. Yeah. But there are other boutique hotels that are operated and owned by members of the LGBTQ community, operated and or owned, and they may, they will have rooms left. Um so I definitely suggest the thing about Palm Springs Pride is it is it is one of the most inclusive community events ever. It is it, I would say 
out of all the prides I've been to, I've seen more allies at the Palm Springs Pride than any other pride. So if you need a hug from a mom or a dad, you know, Palm Springs oh, Pride is the place to go. It is very community awesome. family oriented. And I also want to point out at the end of September at the Palm Springs Cultural Center, which is yes. where the, um, uh, the, uh, Right on the page book festivals. Right on the page. Thank you. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. have, they have Cinema Diverse coming yes. up, yes. which is the LGBTQ film festival yes. um, for Palm Springs. And as you know, Palm Springs is famous for its film festivals. And um, we have, oh gosh, I don't know how many film festivals we have in Palm Springs. A lot. I just watched, there's a bunch of movies that come out of you. And I just watched a movie last night and it was terrible and it was filmed in Palm Springs. And I just wanted to say, you, you know, go. <laughs> it was yeah. the ending. It was the ending. But it was, I was like, it's Palm Springs. I'm talking to Kip tomorrow. There's Palm Springs. We're watching it. Cause I saw the palm trees and the sunshine. I'm like, that's Palm Springs. We're watching this. And then the ending really sucked. And oh. I was like, no, but if you were staying in Palm Springs and you were in a lovely hotel, you wouldn't feel that way. So just yeah, that's true. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Uh, and we'll post the link to the Palm Springs Cultural Center because it yes. has so many wonderful events. It does. Um, and I think that it, it's definitely worth seeing. And that is a film festival worth going to. And I might everyone add, to, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I might add if I could, the LGBTQ history and archives of the desert is sponsoring a film that is going to be at Cinema Diverse. It's called Nellie and Nadine. Uh, it's a great documentary. If you haven't seen it, um, we're going to be screening it on Saturday, September 30th at 2.30 um, during the festival. And so we're super excited to be part of the Cinema Diverse um, Film Festival this year um, and bringing this film uh, so that people can see it. So definitely come on out to the film festival. Hey, and, and listen, it's not the movie that I just watched, okay? <laughs> just, oh, no, just the films you know. they have are wonderful. <laughs> no. uh, We've we've attended several of them and it's a it's a really good film festival. Well, that's the thing that people should know that Palm Springs has been a filming Mecca for years. I mean, oh, yes, decades. for years. I mean, really? Yeah, decades. Absolutely. So we'll have to do a whole show on that. That's a whole. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, we you know, we have that in the works. We're going to do that. We're going to have to do a film, yeah, the filming in, in Palm Springs. But um, everyone, again, authenticpalmsprings.com is the website to go and sign up for the newsletter, particularly Palm Springs, because they really keep you up to date with what's going on. Also, follow them on social media, Palm Springs Stay is the website, or I should say the handle for social media um, so that you can, you know, follow what's going on. And I follow you guys on Facebook and Instagram all the time. And I'm like, they've got this sparkling pool over there. And then I see like a bar and like, I could be like under a palm tree, like someone's going to bring me coconut water. I don't know, with something in it. I don't know. Every time I look at this, I'm going, I'm cold over here or something. It's just like, that just sounds really good. I want to go there. So it, it's you know awesome. What they say, so, Palm Springs, like no place else. I see. Oh, well done. Yeah, well done. Go. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, ladies, for joining us. Everyone thank keep you. up with us thank at you. bigblendradio.com. We're here every second Saturday celebrating sunshine stays in Palm Springs. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.